You're listening to Zeitgeist Banana, a podcast all about the English language. My name is Gideon and I'm in Paris and I'm joined today by John. Hello, John. Hello again. Hello, Gideon. You're back in Paris. Wow, I that's am. cool. Is it cool or is it not cool? Are, are you happy <laughs> to be there? It's, a, it's okay. Things are starting to open now. Okay. So I can wander about and sit on a terrace cafe and uh sit my uh whatever mango dick dickiri my right? mando dickiri yeah how do you know that's what i drink <laughs> i I just knew uh, yeah. <laughs> you're the kind of person that drinks that kind of drink right yeah, yeah you're right um so today I will, I will tell you what we're going to talk about today but but um before briefly before we do uh it's an important day for the english language because one of the masters of the english language is celebrating a birthday and i'll read you a quote from this person mm. and see if you know who it is a man is a success if he gets up in the morning and gets to bed at night and in between he does what he wants to do or you could say you don't need a weatherman to know which way the wind blows don't get uh... it no, I, I, you know, remember, I'm not very smart. So, shall I do the accent? I'll do the accent. Yeah, do the okay. accent because you're amazing at accents. Okay. A man is success if he gets up in the morning and gets to bed at night and in between he does what he wants to do. <laughs> that really doesn't help. What kind of accent uh, was that? He, Bob Dylan. <laughs> oh, really? Bob Dylan, yeah. The master. It's his birthday today. Oh, 80 wow. years old. Okay. Yeah, obviously, obviously, you're not a fan. I, well, I, I do like him, but I'm not yeah. as big a fan as you. Okay. Uh, I guess. Well, there you are. Yeah. So I just thought I'd mention that because uh, it, it's, it's important. This thing, we're, we're doing a podcast on the English language. And uh, yeah, he won the Nobel Prize and he's uh, bloody brilliant. So uh, there you are. But now, moving on to the subject of today, it is RP. 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 Yes. RP's always red, a challenge. Not red pencil or Robert Peterson. No, not that RP. We're talking about received pronunciation. Ah. You know what that is, John, don't you? I do. It's being posh, right? Well, no. Well, not really. Not really. And that's why I'm doing it. Because... Let me tell you, just 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 the, from the first sentence of the Wikipedia page about received pronunciation, it says, for a century there has been argument over the definition of RP. That's the first sentence. And it's a very controversial thing. And you've already stepped into the controversy, John, by saying it's the posh accent. Curious thing, it means something different. Everyone has a different definition. So for you, what is RP? RP is something similar to what would happen on the BBC in the in the olden days, right? Or even now, I suppose, as in the sense that you're pronouncing things in a, a correct way in inverted commas. Is that right? Well, your statement is a bit controversial. Is it? Yeah, what? but I'm not saying wrong. I'm saying controversial. That's why you invite me on the show, right? To be controversial. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Do you speak RP English? I don't think I do, but maybe okay. I do. Maybe I do. 
<laughs> so you don't know what accent you speak. <laughs> Most people what? know, and they've got an idea of what accent they speak. Well, I get, yeah, I would say no, but it isn't RP just about, yeah, I'm being controversial, as you uh, say, but, but okay, I'll come, it, is, it is complicated, which is why I'm talking about it today. Okay. Uh, try to clarify a few, a few issues, that are those that can be clarified. Uh, do I speak RP? No, definitely not. Why would you speak RP? Why, why don't I speak RP? I don't know. It's Cockney, isn't it? No? What I speak? London. 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 I, I, but I, I've not got a very strong London accent. Whatever you said, I think most people know I'm from London, but it's not, it's not particularly strong, is it? No. Maybe, maybe just to me. Okay. Just to me. I'm just teasing you. You're okay. Really. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. Okay. It's, it's, this is where I'm trying to get to the bottom of it because it's a bit complicated. So, American Standard English, we're pretty clear what it is. American Standard English, you ask an American, they know what the standard English is. Yeah, you have different regions, you know, New York and Texas or whatever, and some of the Australian Standard English. And it's the same with uh, the standard language of other countries. I'm sure there's a standard Italian and people know what it is. There's a standard, um, you know, Spanish, Spanish and Spanish from the different countries. And it's clear, but when it comes to Britain, it's complicated. And the reason it's complicated is because we have this thing called received pronunciation, which is supposedly the standard British English, the dictionary, the, the, the English of the dictionaries. But as Wikipedia says, people can't agree. And here's why. So you have to go first back to the history of RP, where a Mr. Daniel Jones, and he wrote that he gave a definition of RP. It's those who have been educated at preparatory boarding schools and the public schools. For the listeners, maybe don't know what a public school is, they might have a misapprehension about what a a public school is because it's public schools in Britain are different to public schools in America, say, um, because the public school are the posh schools or the, the schools for the elite, aren't they, John? Like um, Eton yeah. and Harrow, where Boris Johnson went to Eton. And the, uh, yeah. State schools are where the, the working classes, the plebs like me and you, <laughs> went to <laughs> you indeed did. yes you went to you went to a state school did you oh well secondary school i didn't but i didn't go to a public school i would say i went to an independent school okay so independent, my, my, yeah. mine was in the third division of, of private schools let's, let's okay. put it that way so. so that's somewhere in between a state school and a public school because the public schools are really for the elite they're super expensive i guess you can get uh scholarships but for the ordinary kids it's it's out of the question and they have their own accent don't they their own posh accent. Mm. So, so it's similar to how Boris sounds, is it? Well, I'm trying to unravel it here, John. So it's bit, <laughs> bear with me okay. because this is where it gets complicated because that was the definition. That was the definition. So now it's different because nowadays received pronunciation is considered a middle class accent 
Okay, it's a, it's a middle class accent now. And now, the, because if you if you check the phonetic scripts in the dictionary, it's another type of, of accent. They don't say lost. That'd be the posh accent, the 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 original uh, RP accent of the public schools. Lost. They say you say lost. You can check on the phonetics in any dictionary. That's how you say say the word. And and I'll give you many examples. So. The definition has changed. They've decided, no, it's a middle-class accent now. And the other thing about uh, modern RP, no, I shouldn't use that term because that has, has some sort of other meaning, that uh, RP of today, it's supposed to be geographically neutral, okay? Geographically neutral. That me, makes, Tom. yeah, that makes sense, doesn't it? Because it's a neutral accent, really, isn't it? Well, but here's where it gets complicated. So it's geographically neutral, but most people who speak it are from the South. You agree with that? I would, yeah, I, I guess I would, yeah. You don't find many... <laughs> it's geographically neutral. That's why people start disagreeing. What are you talking about? Because in Newcastle or Glasgow, you don't have that many people that speak RP. You do have them. You do find them. Uh, middle-class people who, who don't have a Scottish accent, they have a, a pure RP accent, or in other northern cities and elsewhere in the UK, it's mostly southern. So that's the first contradiction. It's a geographically neutral accent that's mostly from the south. Does that mm. make any sense? It doesn't make any sense, no. Okay. And also, it used to be a posh accent from the public schools, but now it's a middle-class accent. That's also confusing, isn't it? Yes. I, I thought it was something to do with the BBC. Is that, what's the BBC got to do with it? Okay. This is, I'm telling you, it's getting complicated. So other words for RP, BBC English and Oxford English mm -hmm. and the Queen's English or the King's English. And all of them are imprecise because... The BBC English used to be the same as the RP, the, the former RP English, the posh version, because that's how the speakers on the BBC, the newsreaders, etc., that's how they used to speak. Mm. But now, you, it, you, if you say BBC English, it's, it's a whole array of regional accents, isn't it? There's no one BBC English anymore. It doesn't exist. This is very true. I guess it's something that came from the 50s or something like that wasn't it or yes if you watch old newsreels yes yeah yeah exactly so uh you know uh, mr churchill today opened a hospital in De uh, leamington spa you know that type of uh, mm. uh clipped posh accents from the bbc from the old from the archives but um no that not anymore you can't really call it bbc english and people say oh it's the queen's english but it's not the queen's english because the <laughs> queen doesn't speak like that the queen says lost and orphan and my husband and i it's, it's a very different accent apparently according to the, the statistics only about three percent of people speak a pure a pure rp that is a middle class accent where you cannot recognize their geographical origin where they come from only three percent wow everyone like you speak pretty close to rp but you don't speak rp and me too some it depends who i'm speaking to if i'm in london if i'm uh, 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 in the classroom uh, I, 
people can recognize I'm from London, but I don't have a strong London accent. So I'm somewhere, somewhere on, on the scale, uh, on the spectrum. You know, you too, you're somewhere on the spectrum. You don't have a broomy accent. You're from near Birmingham. Mm. You don't. So you're, you're close, but you're not, you're not there. Close, but no cigar, John. Um, I know. Uh, normally, I spoke like this. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, they, that's, the, that's the Birmingham accent. So how, how do you say, let me ask you a question, Johnny. If, if, you, if I say, uh, how do you say P-A-S-S? P-A-S-S? Well, you mean no. in Bromley or? No, in your, uh, normal, in your normal accent. Okay, sorry, pass. They say, you see, I say pass, but I think in this example, I'm closer to RP because RP is pass, not pass, as you say it. Yeah, so, but, so geographically it's wrong then, isn't it, really? Because people in the Midlands and the North would say pass. So no, so it's, it's geographically non-specific. Well, well so yeah. it's okay. And anyway, but in other cases, in other cases, maybe I say a word which is, should we say, non-standard, and you speak the RP version. So, for example, I'm just thinking some words I say in, in London. Oh, yes, M-O-N-T-H. How do you say that? Month. Again? Month. Yeah, you say, you say the th. I, and I, say, I tend to say month, uh, which is very London. I don't, I say I don't have a very strong London accent, but some things you can pick up are from London. So we both have bits and pieces that are RP and bits and pieces that are regional and but neither of us speaks uh, a pure rp and not many people do everyone lots of people speak like us you know mostly rp or, but with a, a touch of uh, color from the region they, uh, they they grew up in so what what do you do then when you're trying to teach a student how to how to say the th sound do you just go f <laughs> you don't do it properly or uh, i just don't teach pronunciation <laughs> okay much. fair enough no i can do it but it just doesn't come that month <laughs> but it sounds complicated as well because you put an, an n and then a th immediately after the n month uh so i don't know i think i say i say uh but as well instead of but as i had sometimes at this glottal stop mm. how do you say that do you say but or do you but. also say but you say the t okay i do yeah uh so we both have differing you know regional accents and most people so that's that's why they say three percent speak this pure rp where you can't pick up what region they're from and uh, i giving you a, a few examples i was just doing my own research from my own listening so not a list of rp but i found here here are a few people that speak with an rp accent and I put, I wrote down just some actors, uh, Stephen Fry, mm -hmm. uh, Jude Law. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kira Knightley. I didn't listen to her for very long, but she sounded like she had a pretty close, uh, she had an RP accent. Okay. And Daniel Radcliffe. I would have thought jo Joanna Lumley as well. No, no, I'm coming to that. No, Joanna Lee has a posh accent. Ah. I'm coming to that in a second. I'm coming to that because, again, it's part of the controversy, okay? So the, the, the ones I mentioned, Stephen Fry, they're, they're, they sound middle class. They may mm. be pretty well off now, but they all sound middle class, don't they? Not posh. Yeah. So, no, oh God, it gets they're complicated. So the, and the Queen, 
she doesn't sound like Stephen Fry. Okay. She has a different accent, a very extreme posh accent. And other people who fit into that cat. So this is kind of like the former RP, the original uh, definition of RP from 1917, those who went to public schools. Uh, there are still people who speak like that, but it's not RP anymore. You see what I mean? That's why it's such a terrible idea, RP. So um, I, call, I call it posh English. Okay, mm. but uh, you call it whatever you want. I don't like to call it RP because when you think about it, this if there's a standard British English called RP, there can only be one, can't there? You can't have two RPs. You can't people have different languages. There's only one standard dictionary form. You can't have uh, the, the Queen's version and another version. You can only have one RP. So I call, yeah, Stephen Fry and Daniel Radcliffe and, you know, there's people, they, they speak... Uh, RP. However, Joanna Lumley, Hugh Grant, Boris Johnson, uh, David Cameron, they all speak kind of posh. William and Harry, they don't quite sound the, the Queen, but they sound pretty posh to me. Mm. So that's really a different accent, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I'd never really thought about that. But yeah, you're right. It's, so how do you uh, say H E R E? Here. Yeah. yeah that's, that's the RP version. But the posh will be here, 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 here. Uh, so that, that's quite a different way of speaking. I'm not going to go through all the phonetics today. That's not the, really the point of this uh, podcast. But if you listen to them, it's quite, um, quite different. And how do you say O-F-F? Off. Off. That's the RP version. But uh, off, 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 that would be the posh version. More rounded O's. Mm. So lots of differences. So as an English learner, does that mean you should think about RP or not? Well, firstly, personally, it's just like there are some things which are a headache in English. First of all, it's the spelling. And the second thing is even the definition of what they're, they're learning. It's very clear if you're uh, learning Italian, which Italian you should learn. But yeah, RP... If you consider it as a, as a standard British English, the middle class English, that's the one in the dictionary. So, yeah, you can learn that one. But I wouldn't teach them how to speak like Boris Johnson or the Queen. That would not be interesting. Mm. Would you be able to teach them how to speak like the Queen <laughs> no, or I'm sure I could teach them RP. But it doesn't matter <laughs> at the end of the day. It doesn't matter. It's just you can get an approximation to, to how it's uh, spoken. The other controversy is because um, I noticed that some people divide up RP into three. It says there's the RP I've just been talking about, like uh, the, the middle-class accent. And then there's the conservative RP, that uh, Boris Johnson and uh, Prince Harry speak. Mm -hmm. And then there's a modern RP, which is a bit, a little bit rougher, you know, bit more working class but it's still basically rp and personally i think this this is nonsense to have you can only have one as i said you can only have one standard english you can't have many different of standard english it just confuses people so per, what i believe is that we should abolish the term rp completely okay and there is another term i think it's called I'm just on the top of my head i think it's called ssbe SSBE, and that sounds even SS more confusing. Standard but it, 
standardized something something standard southern british english oh southern at least it's recognizing the fact and it is really more or less a fact that the standard english is mostly from the south it's not from the north and you you, you might get some hate hate letters now trolling maybe <laughs> perhaps perhaps I'm not, I'm not saying it's better or worse i'm just <laughs> gonna say you've got you've got to, you've got to start somewhere uh, with a standard and i think that's that's a far better term and just forget about this rp which was invented a hundred years ago by a guy who was you know who thought that we should all speak like um uh the king and royalty and the aristocracy and that was the, the standard we should just forget about it mm. yeah well yeah we should definitely forget about it and i think well maybe i don't really hear about rp so much nowadays though it's not. But, but what do you teach then? When you're teaching pronunciation, I'm sure you, you've done that before. I have what done do you, that What do you yeah. teach? And what, what, what are your references? Well, I just teach them how I speak, because I speak amazing, and then just say to them there's, <laughs> there's slight differences in the sense that, you know, I would say pass and the Queen would say pass. And I say, well, So you, you teach your students how to say pass? I, I don't teach them that. I just tell them that I sound different to the Queen, for example. So it was what like, about? <laughs> you can either sound like me or you can sound like the Queen. And, you know. Uh, those are the only two options. Only, John <laughs> only two queen. options. Only two options. Yeah. You have a choice here, students. Your first lesson today. Uh, what do you want? You want to speak like me or do you want to speak like the Queen? <laughs> oh, I don't, don't know. It's, it's lesson one is a bit well, You know, you can't give people too many choices, can you? I mean... What what about B L O O D? How do you say that? Blood. Ah, so we agree. Blood. Yeah. So we both say the RP version, the middle class RP version, blood. So it's interesting. Our accents sometimes uh, coincide and sometimes they're different. And I think they're standard. I say because of, because of this spectrum thing I was talking about earlier. Yeah, well, so we would both speak RP mostly, right? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, correct, exactly. though, isn't it? We, we both speak it mostly, so we may not do it perfectly, but... Do, do you find... Let me ask you a question then. Do you find... I don't know, because you, you're in London all the time now, because when, when I'm in London, or it used to be the case, when I my accent used to change a bit, if I'm in London, I'm speaking to Londoners, my accent would become stronger. And when I was at home, I would speak some, or, or in a classroom, or I would be close, something closer to RP. Do you find that you, you are a Jekyll and Hyde character, that you have more than one accent? Probably to some extent, but I would say my accent is, is fairly neutral anyway. Yeah. So with my mum, for example, she's from Yorkshire, and her ah. accent is neutral and you can't really tell that she's yeah. from yorkshire but when she speaks to her sisters on the phone she will lapse back into her yorkshire accent okay that's interesting i think in the past you also used to want to hide your regional accent and sound a bit posher sound more middle class and a lot of people would try and get rid of their regional accent but now the opposite is true you have a kind of street credibility if you have a regional accent and you don't, if you're speaking to 
you know, too posh, then it doesn't sound cool. And in the past, it would be, you, you would need a good accent to get a job, a good job, middle-class job, I don't know, as a lawyer or as an accountant, you would probably need a good accent. There was prejudice, but that's no longer the case. I hope it's no longer the case. So regional accents are flourishing and people like to use them. And it's a sign of identity, I think, you say where you come from. Yeah, very much so. And that's where one <clears throat> aspect that you get on the BBC nowadays, isn't it? A multitude or, you know, a number of different accents that you can obviously hear and you can obviously pick up on. And you yeah. could argue probably 30 years ago that wouldn't have been the case. Okay. Well, before we finish, let me ask you, do you have a favourite accent British accent. Uh, okay. Um, well, Favorite I was... British accent, regional accent. Yeah. Well, let me think. I quite like Geordie, actually. No, actually, no. I like um, a, f- a Somerset accent. Oh. Can I? Okay. Can I do it? Yeah. Try. So, can I sing a song? I've got a really good song. Okay. So I can't read and I can't write, but that don't really matter because I'm a Bristol Rovers fan and I can drive a tractor. Okay, I think we just lost about a thousand uh, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's thank my, you for far- that. my farmer's accent, wasn't it? Yeah, were, it was quite good, not? actually. Yeah, I'm not sure about the it. song, but uh, yeah, it was okay. It was, it was, the accent was right. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. I like that accent. I, when I was younger, I wanted to live in Somerset just to have that accent. Mm. Okay, well, I do, I do like, apart from, of course, I'm, I'm biased, so I, I'm, I like the London accent. But apart from the London accent, I like the Birmingham accent. It has a bad press. Do you like it? I really like it. Yeah, I love it. It's really sort of sing-song. Can, can you do yeah. it? Can you do it? Um, I'll read the first line from Wikipedia in a Birmingham accent. A Birmingham <laughs> accent. Okay. Fantastic, yeah. Love okay. It. The introduction of the term received pronunciation is usually credited to British phonetician Daniel Jones. <laughs> How did I do? Um, you could have been better, but it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too, wasn't bad. too bad. I yeah. lived in Birmingham for a year, so I, <laughs> that's the closest I can get. But no, I love it. It's a really sort of sing-song accent, so um, one of my favourites. So if you're not familiar with the Birmingham accent, then... Just, just watch. Get to, just listen to John. Yes, just listen get, to get me, lessons yeah. with John. Yeah. yeah, but but I well yeah, your accent was okay, but it was kind. Of, I kind of Not felt that. as if it was a Londoner trying to do a Birmingham accent. Okay. It was. To be it's true. fair, I don't claim for it. It was. <laughs> but people should watch Peaky Blinders because they have Birmingham That's accents true. on That's Peaky true. Blinders. Uh, Peaky Blinders, yeah. If you want to get yeah. the Birmingham accent. Exactly. Uh, okay. Well, I hope that's clarified a few things as far as rp accent is concerned you've changed my life so yeah yeah it's confusing i said get rid of it that's my that's why i said get rid of it rp is a stupid term but but we're stuck with it i guess for a while before we go john uh, maybe there are one or two listeners out there who don't know who you are maybe you'd like to explain yeah there probably aren't too many because i'm definitely more famous than you are so i am the man behind english with monty which you've probably downloaded before you've downloaded this podcast. And we do things about the English language too. And Gideon, you're on it. Am I? 
You are on it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So another reason to listen to it. Yeah, thank you, John. So listen to English with Monty. Watch Let Them Talk TV and catch you on the next podcast of Zeitgeist Banana. Bye. Bye.